Ladies and gentlemen, people of all gender expressions, thank you for checking out the North Bank Media Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Strevens. Joining me on the show this afternoon, my friend, Roberto Alice. Of course, Roberto's been on the show a number of times. He's an entrepreneur, someone who puts a lot of thought into self-development and business development. You know, he's a business broker. He, uh, he offers coaching, consulting. He also runs a marketing agency. So this is someone who... Um, very much in line with some of the things I like to think about where entrepreneurship and business ownership and development are alongside with or a part of personal and self-development. So, uh, you know, long-form conversations like this are really where Roberto excels and it's uh, always enjoyable to sit down and, and talk with him and throw some poorly formed and maybe half-baked ideas at him and let him build on them and toss them back and really just, um, you know, truly have a conversation. So uh, he's a good friend. I've known him for a few years. Uh, always a pleasure to sit and chat with him. So enjoy this one, a year-end fireside conversation. My friend, Roberto Alice. Okay. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Well, Roberto, you were just telling me how great I look, so uh, thank Ab- you, sir. Absolutely, sir. Yeah, you look fantastic, <laughs> man. You're definitely an inspiration. I, well, I'm glad that I'm uh, wearing, you know, this awesome thick shirt that yeah. came over a little bit, you know, my six-pack that I need to work on. Well, still, you know what? Still no six-pack for me. That's the hardest. That's that's like, you got to be pretty lean. Uh, but come on, man. I think you are on track to get there. Getting there. Definitely. But definitely. It's, uh, like we were saying, it's like you got to eat less. That's the yeah, key. Yeah, that's the key right there. Yeah, and coffee, man. And Definitely. coffee. So cheers. <laughs> cheers. What Merry a wonderful Christmas. new year. There we go. Yes. There we go. Cheers, my man. Cheers. All the best. Hey. Thank you so best. much for having me. I appreciate that, as always. I knew I could count on you, man. I knew I had to, to, to get to 100 episodes <laughs> in, Absolutely. Uh, in the, you know, by the end of the year. And I look back at the people that... It's like who who could, who's gonna say yes? Who's gonna say yes? And who's gonna bring it? And uh, this is your third appearance, I think, on the show, right? It is the third one, but the second one that will be approved because the first one wasn't didn't I go wasn't well, totally. You actually posted, I believe, out there, but I wasn't totally mm-hmm. satisfied right. with my participation. And you kindly said, "Let's do the second one." Mm-hmm. Then and the second one, sound wise from me right. it was much better so mm-hmm. thank you for the kindness of being flexible <laughs> and allowing me to sure bring my input every now and then to your podcast <laughs> hey well happy to have you i mean you're an inspiration for why you even started oh, this man. you know it's just i appreciate that thank it's you it's important to just i'm on the i'm on the line it's like you don't want to speak your mind too much you don't want to overdo it but it, it is important to have conversations i think i'll always believe that so that's something absolutely you, you kind of showed me. It's like, it's okay to talk. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, nowadays, you know, uh, and again, thank you so much for the wonderful uh, trust and the opportunity to to be always in your podcast. I always enjoy my conversations with you on and off the camera. For sure. Um, I think that is something that we have uh, uh, as a common synchronicity, mm. okay, for like a better expression. But synchronicity in a way that... Uh, we understand each other, mm. we bring opinions and share perspectives on different topics. And what is fascinating, I think, uh, between our interactions is that you and I can always, at the end, even if they see eye to eye, mm-hmm. have an understanding of what everybody's 
uh, opinions is and mm. where our perspective comes from. Mm. And I think that in the end allows the opportunity for you and for me to grow more as a person. Yep. And I mention this because as a society nowadays, we were talking just about COVID and right. all that mental um, strain that is um, mm -hmm. putting in everybody's mind and, and also, you know, feelings per se, right? right? I think that people need to be more open to share their ideas, but also allow other people to share theirs mm. and listen. Right. Um, and that's something that we always enjoy with each other, I believe. Every Absolutely. time we, we, we connect and, and we talk, uh, we can spend an hour easily. <laughs> an hour easily. I think back to that, to that first podcast we did, and do you remember yeah. what it was that, that, that was dissatisfactory? Because we, I remember we had an incredible conversation in the coffee shop around November yep. uh, mm -hmm. and then Remembrance Day that was and then January we tried to capture some of that on a podcast and it just something wasn't there I don't remember what it was that's a very good question to be honest with you it was me mm. um, so you have a better memory than myself which okay. is fantastic thank you for that the memory line is perfect okay uh, so I'll go with it sure yeah <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I, for what I recall, uh, because English is my second language, okay. sometimes right. I need to remember myself mm. to take my time, mm. to speak slowly, right. and to be more clear and mm -hmm. open my mouth. Because sometimes <laughs> I, draw, I draw the words, you know, because my Latino... Uh, <laughs> Espanol kicks in, sure. right? And usually we speak a little faster mm -hmm. than English speakers. And so I wasn't satisfied with the audio, with the way okay. that I was, than I sounded. And the reason being is because, number one, Patrick, uh, before I go further there, I honestly want to acknowledge you in front of your audience for mm. the wonderful job you had done, man. <laughs> uh, honestly, as Thanks, a host man. of your podcast has yeah. been you're going for a hundred episodes, my friend, you are an inspiration. And I said that off the mic, mm -hmm. you know, uh, just before we started and good for you, man. Like, honestly, Thank I, you, I mean it. And I appreciate everybody that is watching mm -hmm. as well. And they know you, right. uh, on and off the, you know, your role in the podcast knows the kind of uh, professional you are. And so mm -hmm. again, I want to give you uh, that acknowledgement because sure. that's not easy man so and you have come along very well man setting everything up <laughs> so yeah yeah but to your point because you were starting your podcast mm -hmm. and it was one of your first guests right the situation with the podcast and the way i look at it is that it has to be appealing to the audience not just yes the host in mm -hmm. this case you but also the guest and mm -hmm. i was feeling that I didn't deliver at least the um, the good quality sound, right? Okay. And I thought to myself, I could do better. Second reason of that, I think it was influenced by sometimes we are so busy, we were mm -hmm. caught up mm -hmm. by many things all at once yes. that our mind is occupied. Uh, and it's something perhaps that at the time I was occupied with many things right. and perhaps I didn't understood what happened until I listened to it after mm -hmm. I said, you know what? Patrick, it doesn't it's not good meet enough. the quality standards, and I will usually go with it. No, again, not just for me, but for you. Mm -hmm. But I, I think that I have to be okay to criticize myself, and yes. I think everybody needs to, Patrick, because mm -hmm. if we believe that we are right all the time and we are perfect all the time, 
effort, then we don't have a chance to, to grow up together. And right. I think that having the opportunity to interact with other individuals mm -hmm. provide us that opportunity to grow. Beautifully said. Thank That's you. right. And, and I, it, to me, it seems like you take every, every opportunity to do that, whether it's a podcast, a business meeting, a, a date. I don't know. Any interaction you have, I think. I wasn't expecting that one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't talk too much about your uh, your dating life to no, me, so it's okay. It's an okay. open book. <laughs> yeah. Just but on I, the one that said, what page should I turn? Right. Well, and some, yeah, some of those pages I, I yeah. Yeah, that's only That's fair. Same, same for me, too, you know. Oh, I love that. But uh, do you see... Do you see your the way you operate your business, the way you operate even as an immigrant in a new country where it's it's you had to always be taking the next step to improve or else what? Mm. You get left behind or like what drives you to keep that improvement? That's a very good question, if I'll be very honest with you, man. And it's Christmas time I won't get any any sad kinda, you know, mm. part of it. I will try to be very mindful of it. But truly I think that we all have been challenging challenges. Mm. We all have challenges mm. uh, in our lives. Yeah. For me, particularly, man, I own it to myself. That's the thing, man. I own it to myself. And as an immigrant, I have the responsibility mm. to my family, to myself first and foremost, to my family, mm -hmm. to the circle of individuals that has support me until today, yeah. like yourself, yeah. for instance. We have done some great projects together and many more to come. Yeah. And counting with people that you can rely on is something that, particularly as a man, and sorry that this is why it will sound, I don't want to create any, con any controversy here, uh, whether men and women, there's so many things out there now in society, whether it's political, correct or not. Right. Uh, I think that we, again, just speaking our mind, and mm -hmm. we are entitled to. Yep. And people need to be okay and be more flexible and respectful on that. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But as a man, thank you. As a man, I think that uh, there's many things that I have failed before. Mm. I have failed to people. I have failed to myself. Mm. And whether it has been intentional or not, which, by the way, in my conscious review, hasn't been intentional. Sure. There's been people that have been hurt. And for me, that is, that is important because I try... I have tried to please in the past mm -hmm. a lot. And that has been a mistake. Hmm. And why? Because I think last about me. Uh, it's great when you have a team, you have to think about other people first. Right. But when you try to please, and that goes with dating, as you brought it up, <laughs> has separated me to be myself hmm. fully. Trying to be somebody else that anybody else wanted or needed at the time. Interesting. And that has put a lot of... Um, pain yeah. in myself hmm. and has been a healing process that still is there hmm. plus all the um, how to say all the beliefs that we have a structure in our lives yep. since we were little hmm. uh, the traumas that we experienced yep. inside the home and outside the home I think that that for me answering fully your question it's just an opportunity to look in perspective again mm -hmm. and what needs to change what do I need to improve mm -hmm. it never ends man, to be honest never ends right. and uh, sometimes I <laughs> I'm the kind of entrepreneur that I like to to have pots in different fires per se you sure. know um, that's the way I operate that's the way I actually I am but also I need to be aware not to run so thin Mm -hmm. To be self-aware yes. of yeah of my own 
personal and professional development. And in a way, yeah, to be a little bit selfish, to think about yourself first. Yep. Because it's the only way that you taking care of yourself, you can take you can take care of others. Mm-hmm. Easy to say, very difficult to do. As long as you make it, and this is my belief, as long as you make it every day, you know, like the compound effect. Yes. Uh, the book of compound effect by Darren Hardy, wonderful book, by the way. That kind of reminder that every day you do something, mm-hmm. right? That allows you that over time, over time, compounded will create good results. Yeah. And that's for everything, man. Exercising, mm-hmm. uh, sales, um, relationships. Mm-hmm. But I think that the, can, the quality of time for yourself too is imperative right. to, to, to make things happen the way that you want them to happen. Did you prepare before you came here? No, man. I just was speaking myself, <laughs> to be honest with you. This, this is who I am, and I just, yeah, I appreciate that. Let me just ask me some very clever questions, and I had to be, I tried my best to be clever in answering <laughs> you. <laughs> okay. I'm going to take one quick look at the camera, make sure it's okay. I'm just. Absolutely. That's what you need to do. You want me to sing some Christmas songs while you do that? Maybe not. Yeah, you said something interesting there though about about having to be a little bit selfish, hey? Like, yes. Uh, you said something else that I can't now remember exactly, but it was something like uh, you tried in the past to you tried in the past to be someone that you weren't to to fill yeah. other people's expectations. Yeah. And so the shift that I think has to occur is like we're in a time now where it's like, oh, yeah, you got to be accepting of everybody, tolerant of everybody. Okay, fine. But I need, in return, I need everybody to be pursuing themselves for themselves. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. It was an idea that came to me early on in this show like a year ago was like, I'm trying to take the path of least resistance to becoming myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like that's what you're talking about. It's like strip away all that external stuff and you have to really look within and I don't have all the answers for how to do that Yeah, but I think that is the ultimate that's the hero story that to me is the is your life story it's how close did you get to being the best version of yourself yeah man and, and something else that I think affect is affecting us more than we think mm-hmm. is that we worry so much mm-hmm. we also mm-hmm. worry so much about what people will say what right. people will think and I think we are more and not just think I believe we are more self-aware of what other individuals will think mm. and feel about us yeah. than about ourselves the problem with point. yeah the yeah. problem with that many happens so often mm-hmm. and so easily we don't want to be tagged as selfish right. because it's a bad connotation mm-hmm. we don't want to even be tagged as opportunist right. because that word is a bad connotation but whether it's a business or a personal life, for instance, for instance, in, in, the, in the romantic life, you need to sell yourself. Yeah. Everything you do, you need to sell to yourself, right? Yep. You still need to sell to your friends. You need to sell to yourself to the girl that you want to attract. Yeah. And in the process, um, again, man, you need to understand that you need to be yourself again. And right. You, you need to... You need to put the best out there but not for what the person is expecting you to be but for who you are and if that match is wonderful mm. and that applies to, to everything 
So, in other words, because we're so worried about what other people will think, right? We get over stress. Mm-hmm. We also feel depressed more easily, more anxiety, and those are topics that people don't want to talk and prefer to avoid. And certainly one of them. Sure. But also, when you say the 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 path of less resistance, it's interesting because yes, that's wonderful. But for me, because I'm very high competitive. Okay. I like challenges. <laughs> Sometimes I'm I'm so overwhelmed by them, right. and I don't realize when I should slow down. And that's mm. the problem. Uh, I like the challenge, for instance, as a Latino, typical Latinos won't go and climb in this weather condition, for instance. Won't go and climb any mountain over 2,500 meters above sea level. I had done that. Hmm. I had done that in, in crazy weather conditions with other crazy friends here in Canada. And maybe I'm one of the few Latinos you can hear about that. Why I specifically say that is because as immigrants, we all have a certain set of values and beliefs mm -hmm. that we grew up with. Some of them are limited beliefs. It happens here right home as well when you learn about other individuals, um, Caucasian descendants, for instance, right? Yeah. What all that has to do with the first thing you say is that every single thing contributes to the way you perform, hmm. the way you look after yourself, mm -hmm. and the way that other ones perceive you. But why do you do that? Like deeply, if you think about it, right. and you answering yourself that question, you do it just because you want to show off and just prove yourself among others. Hmm. Would you honestly do it because you really enjoy it? Even people that you are crazy, right? Because people tell me you're crazy. You like this? No, <laughs> it might depends. But right. um, having the conscious awareness that I'm doing something because it's in my best benefit hmm. shall be, it should be. The first and foremost, the most important mm -hmm. way to take action mm. towards something. Not because this person is expecting this and that, and not to put over myself on my shoulders more pressure than I should. Sure. You know? And understanding that the path of less resistance so many times is the path to go because we have to allow God, the universe, to mm. take us there. Right. So worry less understanding better yourself and trusting your God as trusting as well God and or the universe hmm. as a spiritual guides for you to guide you there because we know what we want <laughs> right we do and, and we know we can achieve it mm -hmm. but we need to believe that we deserve it in order to attract <laughs> it right and receive it <laughs> you, you didn't practice you swear no you just, this man. is just coming Honestly. Just in the spirit of Christmas, my man. Sure. Just try to, to keep in a way that, mm -hmm. you know, is, uh, is constructive for us, for sure. For sure. I appreciate the compliment, though. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you would. Um, Thank you. Before we get into God and the universe, maybe mm -hmm. we, I want to ask you what you think about the fact that, okay, we're, we're trying to strip away this, uh, we don't care what people think. I don't care what people think about me. But is, maybe there's got to be some importance to that because... You oh, want to be of use. You want to be a use to the but, community. But so the if thing everybody's is that telling we you, care about it. That's the thing. You just gotta you gotta wait it the right way, right? But that's the thing. But in all honesty, Patrick, um, when was the last time that you were invited? And I'll say this, and you can say it off the record if you want to. When was the last time that you were invited to a family event that you didn't want to go, but you felt that you have to go because otherwise your family will be pissed at you? 
that's my life story. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty regular until maybe the last year or two. I finally grew out of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how you discovered that and what, if you allow me to, to be the interviewer for the next five minutes. Sure. Because also it's important for me yeah. because that's something that uh-huh. from time to time I had to pick, right? R- right. Um, how were you okay with that decision for yourself? Because mm. you know you would be okay with your with your relatives, right? Right. And you're saying the decision to not go? Correct. I think that's when you're thinking small and you're thinking very th- too selfishly, you know, because what, what shifted for me was I realized like my, my dad's side of the family, he's got four or five sisters and a brother. And oh, when wow. we get together, it's this, it's really an incredible that time. Lovely. It is. And, yeah. but I was too, there was, for some reason, I just couldn't see it for what it was. And then one day it clicked. It was like, they're not going to be here forever. And, and, and then you, you're going to have to be the guy hosting these family dinners. And what kind of yeah. an example are you going to set? And That's how are you going to learn how to do it? But it, it, had, it was a full-on rotation in my brain. You know, it was a full-on reversing the way I thought about things. And, and it wasn't about me. And when exactly do you remember when exactly that aha moment happened? Yeah, I think I was driving down the white mud, honestly, and it just something, it was like, oh yeah, another family dinner, another, gotta sit and talk, gotta sit, it's like, is that, <laughs> I, I just had to get there in, yeah. in a maturity level, I guess, yeah. to see, yeah. you're a part of something bigger, Correct. and one day you're going to have to carry that thing forward. Yeah. So don't be a baby about it, you know, don't be a... Do you want to? Because you say something very interesting, you say you have to carry that thing mm-hmm. over. That have to many times is mm. like a conditioning. You that is know, true. That is a true. Label right about to do something because it's my responsibility to do that. Do something because I really passionate about it. And right. I enjoy right. family time and I carry on with that. I want to carry on with that legacy for many years to come. Mm-hmm. It passed along to my future kids, perhaps. Right. 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 So is that something? I think that's a good point. There, there seems to be like a a duty or a uh, uh, that's the word is a duty to family, and maybe you don't. You're right, though. Maybe I, I'm saying that. I'm just saying that. I just said it. Didn't mean I really truly believed it, but mm-hmm. I guess I just assumed I would have to carry it forward. Uh, but there's, I mean, there's members on that side of the family who, who, who have moved away and who've sort of left that family circle, and they sometimes they come back, sometimes they don't. I could do that too, but something drew me back in, I guess. Yeah. Do you think on that topic? Uh, do you think families nowadays in our society are overrated or underrated (laughs) i think it's underrated i think that's where if anywhere that's where you find your strength yes you just have to accept it yeah but it's also not easy because you got to put up with these lunatics (laughs) 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 my family they're all i mean because nobody's perfect but we're all nobody's yeah there's something about family that accepts you unconditionally in you know sometimes Sometimes, and should you know yeah and nobody has perfect families but also there's some people that don't have any family man you know uh so i think again putting things in perspective particularly this time in christmas time Mm -hmm. when you have people you can come close with right and just friends because friends are good friends good friends right are good to have in your life um but again family family i think that i agree with you is underrated because many people don't pay attention or see the value right. on carrying forward, for instance, carrying forward, for instance, uh, traditions as Christmas or New Year's Eve 
gathering together with family. Mm -hmm. I think that's the most, honestly, one of the most beautiful things in society that we can still um, Agreed. take great advantage of to recharge ourselves or batteries yeah. emotionally and spiritually, my personal view. Right. I agree with you. So I would have to ask you, like, as someone that came here as an immigrant in, what was it, 2007, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I Good remember. Job. Good job. <laughs> I mean, you don't have any family here, right? I do have. Oh, you do? My uncles here and some cousins and very wonderful people. Okay. Uh, sometimes with family, Patrick, especially as an immigrant, if you have any family, you know you have them. But you built up relationships with so many great people. Mm-hmm that these people become your family. Right. It might sound cliche, but it's true, and I'll tell you why. Because for me particularly, I, I'm, I'll give you an example. I have seen you more often this year, Patrick, mm-hmm. as crazy as it sounds, because right. we've been busy as well. Maybe we get together three times this year. Yeah. Then I have seen my uncles in the last two years. Because of COVID, sure. uh, which I understand, but also that has been a nice pretext to contribute to the segregation per se, or separation. Mm-hmm of uh, families, right? Not right. being able to gather them together. Um, again, wonderful people, but also I know their family. Um, and when we get together, we had a great time. But there is something of the level of trust that I develop with certain individuals or that I have mm. developed with certain individuals mm-hmm. that I feel more comfortable actually hanging out with them or gathering with them. Hmm. than I do with my own family. Right. There are some exceptions, of course, but home. Uh, but for the family I have here, I will say, yeah, I don't see them often. I, It's just what it is, right? Right. So many immigrants, I don't even have relatives as well here. So at least that set the tone to say, yeah, I have some uncles and cousins. And again, they're wonderful people. But uh, the way of, of, the way the, of life here is fast-paced too. Yeah. And again, because family is underrated, I think, and not just me, I, I reach out every now right. and then. Um, but I think they are so used to the way of not giving perhaps importance to gather, gathering together outside of the immediate family. Hmm. Immediate family. And I think that contributes on how, uh, for myself, for instance, to distance myself right. and look opportunities with other demographics within my, my group. That's interesting, man. So, did you do you feel? Because I guess what I'd say is family is kind of that 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 group, that place where you can just be yourself, essentially. And of course, they'd expect for you to keep growing and, and pushing yourself, but they wouldn't. It would be that place where you could take that path to yourself. So, do you did you maybe find that with these friends you've made, they sort of filled the role of a family? You're not biologically related, but they 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 were this welcoming group that just pushed you to be you. Yes, absolutely, man. You nailed it on that. Absolutely. But as I grow, Patrick, and I know more what I want, mm-hmm. also find that some, unfortunately, some some groups, some yeah, group of friends, mm-hmm. we just grow apart. Sure. Okay, put it that way. And sometimes it feels fake <laughs> to even get together and i think yeah. that you need to have a little bit more um how to say um you need to have a, again a little bit more consciousness mm. on 
on what you really want in life and be okay to making the, the hard decisions, which is right. let some people go. Right. Uh, let some relationships go. Mm-hmm. Not because you want to, but in some cases it happens that way. Just because you mature and you know what's up. I mean, what you really <laughs> want in your life. Right. Um, but again, you have other, other friends as well that you think about it. And sometimes they don't contribute to your growth. Sometimes... It just happens. Sometimes there is envy, so different points of view, and then you feel it, and you feel like, why should I then spend time with these people? I mean, wonderful people for certain activities, but mm-hmm. are they really friends that you can actually count and, and share these kind of conversations with? Yep. No. And you have to be very radical when it comes to questions like that. You have to be okay to give yourself that answer and to go with it. But that's the hardest part because <laughs> you uh, are afraid to get lonely per sure, se, right? Sure. I can tell you, uh, uh, for instance, road trips. I love road trips mm. and I enjoy them to them by myself more than I do to do with other people <laughs> <laughs> because maybe I have done it so many times on my own then mm-hmm. I feel so comfortable doing it. Same thing with traveling internationally. Sure. I love to enjoy with some people too but also because I have the freedom to go wherever I please. Right. And I'm okay with my, my personal growth um, be adaptable in the way that I like without giving so many explanations mm-hmm. when it's involving other people, for instance, for different activities. Sure. And then it's last things you need to change. Uh, again, on and off, putting things in, in pros and cons in, 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 in contest. It's all about, again, it has to start with what makes me happy. <laughs> you know, well, think about it. Like, what really makes me happy and, and how can I contribute to other people to be happy as well if I can contribute in a certain way, right? Be more mindful, for instance, not to say certain things and be more quiet and all the time try to be right hmm. because I have made that mistake before. Sure. And also understanding how can I be a better individual for those ones around me. But before I even go there, look in the perspective and how can I better myself? How hmm. can I improve myself? How can I... Uh, fix things I need to fix that has been broken like relationships or or maybe certain situations that you know it was to my fault without any intention to myself but also understanding to let go certain individuals yes they are not contributing to your very best in life and therefore it is time for you to move on you know yeah that's and but that's tough right that's tough because well it's tough for a lot of reasons I want to. I do want to come back to that because it's. It kind of is the great. Well, it's one issue that we all face. Is is when to, when is something over? When is it time to move on? And I wanted to ask you though: is is your personal happiness is that the number one driver in in how you prioritize things? Is happiness that's your number one? Now it is. Actually, Interesting. Yeah, if I had share with you, I believe in. I would share with your audience. Um, one of the things that I'm proud of this year that I have accomplished is that I have written and listened to more than 14 books this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the average CEO, typical CEO, reads around 50. But just to put things in perspective, I was reading maybe one or two books a year before. Yeah. And what that had allowed me, has allowed me is the opportunity to uh, grasp more knowledge. Sure. But implement some of that knowledge as well. Um, one of the books that I listen to right now is how to Stop Worrying and Start Living by Del Carnegie. Okay. And has, has reminded me of many things that I already knew. 
right? And put things in perspective again of some of the things that I worry about it. Mm. And we all worry about finances. That's one of the numbers, one thing, face it. There's one thing that we all worry about. Mm-hmm. And that's the cause of relationships to be disruptive and not to perform our best is, is finances. And we have to definitely address the elephant in the room per se. But then we have to ask so many questions around it, right? And I mean, for instance, as entrepreneurs, cash flow is one of the things that worries me most. Yeah, because it's a fucking roller right. language. It's a, oh it's no, a, it's a fucking, it's a roller, fucking coaster. roller coaster. It's a fucking roller coaster, man. From that to time, it's wonderful when you have plenty, but at same times, bills are coming, many things to pay, yep. and then you have to worry about okay, I have four weeks in a month. Okay, mm-hmm. sometimes you're lucky five, but. In those five weeks, you had to do your best at performing your best and everything. And it takes a lot of your time. Yeah. Why I'm addressing this, to, to your point, is that we are so worried, again, mm-hmm. ever since we had talked about many things, but we are not paying attention also because we weren't just in one thing about nurturing our relationships with those individuals and really hmm. give us that good energy, right? right? Whether it's mom and dad, whether it's uh, girlfriend or wife, uh, kids. Mm-hmm. And I think it has to be a balance, even though that work yep. for entrepreneurs sometimes is is not realistic mm. because sometimes you don't have balance. Mm-hmm. But I think at least commanding yourself to be more disciplined mm-hmm. and taking care of every area of your life as mm-hmm. finances thing are so important as the number one. Then what would be the number two? And is it the number one finances for real? Or is the one that worries you the most? Right, because what we need to identify is what what is the one area that fulfills us the most. Right, that we can be more relaxed and less worry, mm. so we have more clarity and perform our best with ease. <laughs> because there has been times, Patrick, that I have performed my very best when I'm more calm. For sure, and all of a sudden, good opportunities comes, great clients comes, and yeah, everything you just attracted attract somehow. Exactly, but it's. It is trusting. Again, I I I believe in God, mm-hmm. right? I believe in God in, in the forms of an individual with superpowers as a spiritual individual, as also the universe, right? Mm. And I'm not here to try to uh, <laughs> impose any beliefs in any way. That's okay. Um, but definitely, as a human beings, <laughs> if we don't believe in a higher being that can guide us and that can be also family has passed right you know with their spiritual presence and, and spiritual guys that can see things and feel things outside of what this physical body is and therefore we as spirits can connect as well mm. and have our time to grow spiritually man mm. it can help us so much to grow so personally and professionally right Again, with that, I don't mean to stand myself so much, but no, it's fine. I appreciate that. It's all these aspects, as overwhelmers can see, mm-hmm. as you said, is trusting mm. that source, trusting God, trusting the universe, trusting you, mm-hmm. and trusting that you can attract what you desire. But it's about that, Patrick. It's about trusting. And when you really do, and things happen, and you are so, wow, right? Right. It just happened that moment, and then you go back to the bad habits again. Yes. And just keeping consistent every day, mm-hmm. and making new habits, like that one, for instance, to relax and trust that things will come up. That's it. Done. Right. 
against so many people that are so successful that have talked about it and we have so many examples of it. But what we need also, and most importantly, is me. What is about me? Right. What do I need to do? How can I implement that and just let it be and trust? That's wild. That's wild. No, so <laughs> what? I don't even know. Well, there's a million places to go with that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is it when you really are, when you feel that attraction, when you feel that you are attracting those things effortlessly and you're performing effortlessly, what are the things that you, that you're, what is it that takes away from that? You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. when things are working and you're rolling and you are like a human magnet and it's almost mm-hmm. what I've said before is like I'm just I'm just part of the universe. If the universe is one, I'm yeah. just a part of it and it's it's just flowing through me. Yeah. But when I when I start to fuck up is when I resist that flow. Yeah. And things stop coming back to me. What is it what is it that, what are the things that we do or that you do that interrupt that? And so damn, I just crushed it this week and this week something is different. Yeah. What is what is that thing? What are, what are those things? Man, it's so interesting what you had touched because as you said, well, you have said the concept mm-hmm. on the answer to that. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. can be very different to you. Sure. As it is for me, as it is for everybody watching, listening. Mm-hmm. Honestly, man, I don't think there is a straight answer to it. I think that comes back to you again, subconsciously analyzing yourself consciously and mm-hmm. consciously. Why I'm saying that, and I don't mean to sound philosophical, but it's what I have learned, what I have yeah. applied. Okay. Okay. So, because, for instance, I grew up with a with an aunt that took care of me after my mom passed away when I was ten. Um. And I actually will share quickly something. Uh, also, I just to slept in a bench with my mom. She had some mental issues before. Okay. And unfortunately, I remember they were cold nights. They were sleeping on a bench in the police station uh, on the streets, man. And that wow. was hard. And I put that side because it's so traumatic for me. And now I just decided to open up a little bit more. Hmm. Even when we were doing that video that shared so much about myself, right. I didn't even thought about it. But it's because something that I have put it on the side. I was around five or six okay. at that time. And then my aunt, her husband at the time, went to the police station and found us three or five days later, something like that, that we were wandering on the streets, unfortunately. And my mom, rest in peace, um, when she passed away when I was 10, it was as painful as it was for me. I, um, I'm grateful that she was in a better place. Hmm. But also has suicidal thoughts. Okay. You know when she, when was the um, when were the funerary, right? Uh, right. And anyways, while sharing all this, because what we don't realize, Patrick, is that we are so we are so influenced mm. by our experiences of the past. Right. And growing up with my aunt, which I'm grateful that she took care of me, what I'm not grateful for is that she verbally abused me mm. for many, many, many years. She abused you? Yes, verbally. And sometimes physically, mm. you know, uh, 
yeah, but mainly verbally and, and therefore emotionally. When you are at 10 years old, 10 to 15, that you lost your mom and she fought to take care of you and there were other uncles with better families and better positions maybe that you might have, I'm talking about me, sure. a better, uh, a better quality time. of life yeah. and put in perspective of that child. And I don't want people to think of feel sorry or anything like that. Everybody, we have all or traumas, man. There is oh, people yeah. that has done. Oh my gosh, there's people that have dealt with some other stuff that are so more heavy than this. However, it's about the stories we're telling ourselves, and that we're allowing those stories because all that trauma is valid. All that I have received is valid, and has unfortunately contributed to blocks. Mm. As going to the right answer right there. For sure, contributing to blocks. Why it's important to address all this is because if you really want to move on and, and really allow those blocks not to happen again, mm-hmm. to your point, sure, you need to look at why, what is the main reason. Nice. And I know that that is one of the main reasons for me. Growing up in a family with not with words of love and encouragement, we're not there. Mm-hmm. Where she has unfortunately some traumas as well herself and she needs some help and she didn't went for it. Uh, I didn't know that at the time. Okay. So I was relying on somebody that I was expecting to have support for. And when you, all you hear about it is that you're a piece of shit all the time, right? And you're not worth it or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. It's something that is there. Mm. And so you need to address it. And then when it's people to say, hey, man, you're great and this and that. Right. If it's good because people don't understand that people have... We all judgmentals, and people have <laughs> the easy way to judge everybody else is to see how they dress, how they talk, mm-hmm. and many times people think you are very cocky. You? Yeah, yeah. That's what people have told me, and I get offended at first. But there was even long time ago. Uh, I have a deep voice, and I developed this voice when I was twelve. Mm. And I remember I was doing like a summer work or whatever back home. And the lady thought that I was yelling at her because my voice was so strong and I feel bad about it, that she felt bad. And then I went right. to myself, what the fancy? And I tried to explain to her. But then I realized myself and I tried to speak more slowly like this, you know, so I cannot get offended. Yeah, but that's not Roberto. So she don't get offended by right. it. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly my point. I tried to be somebody else just because I was so worried about what that person would think. Finally, three, four weeks after, she realized that and she came back and apologized. Why all this is of relevance? It is because mm-hmm. every single thing that we experience in our childhood, mm-hmm. as teenagers, as young adults, even nowadays, contributes to the way that we behave. Yeah. Contributes to the way of how we think ourselves to be worth, worthy. Yeah. To be worth for. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We want plenty of money, for instance. Okay. One million dollars. Wonderful. Be nice. Uh, will be beautiful. Looking good to that to come soon. <laughs> but to feel worth it, man, to feel that we can receive it, that's the challenge. Right. Les Brown said, right. Uh, and also Jim Ron, he said that the hardest part to achieve a million dollars, they say, when they received one million dollars first, the hardest part for them was believing that they could have that. Hmm. That was the hardest part. To have it and receive it, no. And you look at it, there's a lot of people that are very, very wealthy. What is the difference? What is the difference about these individuals? Why is there still 1% there? And when you look at the, tra- uh, uh, the trajectory in terms of generational wealth, yeah, okay, 
how many of these individuals that are gifted by received generational wealth what if you studied them mm -hmm. what are some of their household they grow up with what has mm -hmm. been the environment since the moment they grow up with not talking just about school sure no that's interesting about yeah. you know the way that they've been taught about money mm -hmm. and how to manage money and how to control money right. and how also to create more money and what kind of mindset these kids had from they were growing up at the differentiation between you me and everybody else <laughs> that is in the middle class per se or hustling every right. day working for every to, dollar exactly yeah. exactly why it's the mindset and it's again studying the behaviors that has set the path for mm -hmm. success for these individuals of course this is examples right there's individuals that have been self-made millionaires perfect but they had shift some of these situations tony robbins is one of them okay tony robbins is the one for instance that had a very interesting life story as well growing up with his mom mm. um and again i'm interested in myself so much but if we can extract certain key points here is take your time to look at your past mm. and make peace with your little child make peace with that person and try your best every time that you can to make time to heal, to talk to yourself mm -hmm. that that little kid mm -hmm. between 7 and 10, between 10 and 15, yeah. if you look at a time and dimensional, uh, you know, space, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know inside of you that this makes sense, that this is something that you need to work on. Right. And have self-love and self-respect mm -hmm. and self-appreciation at a higher scale. That, my friend, I truly believe that that is one of the keys mm -hmm. to allow, you know, things to flow more easily, to manifest better for us, and just to let it be. And that way we are avoiding any fucking blocks that we put ourselves, <laughs> honestly, yeah. to, to that, to the blessings that we are willing to receive is understanding that we're willing to receive it. It's done like that, easy like that. It's like grabbing this cup of coffee. Just know? that easy. Have it right there, yeah. Right? And have a sip. But from the process to grab it and have a sip, then it's feeling, am I worth it for it? It's right there. Mm -hmm. Should I have it or not? And having all this overthinking process. Sure. So it's allowing ourselves again to, to grow from that level and try to make your best, man. Try to, to be your best every time, every time, in every minute, in every, every moment, <laughs> and appreciating life for what it is. Good, a gift. Good one. <laughs> no, I think I think you're I think you're probably more right than you know, because I hope so, man. Yeah, <laughs> thank so you. It's it, it is that it's like, and we're in a time now. I think where it's it's more prevalent. It's more in vogue. It's more likely that someone is aware of their trauma, how they've been traumatized, and I, I wonder if you know. Sometimes you see people. They, they sort of publicly display the fact that I was traumatized, I'm working on it. Well, that's great, but the the true work, that inner work that you're talking about, like, you know, talking to your inner child or whatever, it's like, that ain't easy. And there's a lot of speed, I don't know, speed bumps or roadblocks on the way to even knowing what that would look like. It's it's very easy to say, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. So is that is that then the process that you're undertaking? Yeah, and man. I, I, if I could just add to that, is is entrepreneurship is is all these things that Roberto does? Is that all the process of 
is is young Roberto somehow informing that, or he's being brought along and shown that it was okay what happened to him? That's a wonderful question. I just I just know that now sharing with you men and with the audience, for instance, is a big step for me mm. because. I'm very private in many ways, and I don't mm. like people to know so much about my stuff. Okay. Also, it's not easy to say, speak to your inner child, even though you have heard that before, uh, because can be perceived, again, because I'm <laughs> subconsciously still, I'm very aware of what people will think about me, and that I, um, I, I'm afraid about that. I'm afraid that people mm. will think the best of me. Right. But again, again let it go, that fear. I don't give a fuck. You know, people think about that right. part of my language, but it's true. I give a fuck about certain individuals. Right. Certain interactions. But in general, no, because in the end, my friend, I know I need this for me. Right. Because I know that nobody else can do it for me. It's a personal decision. And it needs to be done mm. for my interior peace hmm. for my well-being right in my well-being i mean honestly patrick when we talk about money when we talk about wealth what that entitles mm-hmm. because you can have money man but you cannot be okay with it and that's why you see a lot of successful people unfortunately so many great uh, people in entertainment that have took their own lives yep and then you're thinking what the fancy why right right and so, I want to live a life, if I may answer that straightforward now, mm-hmm. I want to live a life that is fulfilled. Okay. I want a life, man, with f- fulfilled with love, health, mm. money, <laughs> uh, greatness, get back to the community one way or another, travel, and all that is okay, you yeah. know? Yeah. And it's okay to, to say it that way. I love entrepreneurship for the freedom that okay. provides me with because I can create my own creativity because it would be cool to say I have created something on my own. But again, I need to ask myself, I'm doing it because I want, because I care so much about how others will perceive me right. and to prove some people wrong or I'm doing it because that's what I want right. to do. And there's many things that I want to do, but of course, I need to take care of immediate uh, responsibilities like, you know, surviving right yeah and so that's that's important but in the process i think that everything that we learn in our lives help us shape our future our present and future i definitely believe in that whether entrepreneurship will be something that will definitely take off as i wanted that Mm. can be or maybe there's another path that i had to take Mm. and come back to entrepreneurship later on in life i don't know yet what i know is that i'm more willing to let myself be guided to let myself really? put it exactly, put intentions out there mm. and not to try to be in control all the time because I love to be in control all the time. One day <laughs> I want that, but because I'm very detail oriented, right? Yeah. And so I like certain things in a certain way. Uh, but also I need to, okay, be okay. Happens great. If it doesn't, there's a reason. Mm. Move on and not dwell so much on it. And just put yourself, your intentions out there. Right. You know, it's like the North Star that you. You know what you want in your life. And in the process, meditation has helped me. Right. Okay, contribute to what you were asking me earlier. That has been one of the things, feeling it, creating that feeling. Right. As Dr. Joe Dispenza, she explained it, we scientifically 
proof, by a way, that the way that we also attract things to our lives, whether it's good or bad, is how much attention and energy we put to a feeling, which is very true. And it's better for us to be aware of that feeling. If it's right. a negative feeling, to get rid of it and bring a good feeling instead, mm -hmm. as silly as it sounds, just think about a comedy that made you laugh, right? And create that feeling of, um, excuse me, uh, of happiness. Sure. Or think about the memory that was so wonderful right. to you. Maybe a trip to the mountains, excuse me, with your family. Right. But when you create a feeling, you're putting energy into it. Mm -hmm. And you're actually feeling already you're receiving that. Right. And just allowing that to manifest to you. Honestly, I think that's, that's part of the process. So really knowing your inner child and some of the traumas you need to, to mm -hmm. work on and how those ones have contributed until today mm -hmm. to stop you to achieve even higher right. levels of success. That definitely has happened to me mm. and it's something I'm working on. Second, be patient. Right. Be patient is not that, oh, I know this now and we'll play one day. is every day. And that's the challenging. Every yep. day and be more aware of it than you are not. And third, let yourself be guided by the spiritual guide, whether it's God, angels, um, the spirit of your family that has passed, um, or just even your inner spirit. Sure. You know, and, and be okay to to think unrationally and to act unrationally sometimes. Because there are things that we cannot explain. Good things we cannot explain that happened to us many times. Yep. And we should be okay with it. That's interesting. So you... It's it, that seems like something that somebody would say who's a little older than myself because that's not a, a realization I've had yet. Too much where I'm able to let go and... You're right. welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you You're for welcome. speeding up the process. <laughs> because, I, but that's it, right? Like sometimes we, we, so, we seek to be in such control all the time. At least, mm -hmm. okay, fine. I'll be in control of myself at all times. But when something happens that you can't control, letting that go as soon as possible is like... that's kind of my my latest sort of realization is like okay the i was supposed to work on monday night got canceled mm. let it go how you reacted to it uh, i was i was upset and angry for a long time for yeah. do you swear out loud do you well I was, <laughs> it's funny we were visiting my my we were visiting my grandmother my oh, my, my, my dad's okay, mom okay. and i get the email i'm just like I can't do it here. What I want, I can't do that here. So you hope that you were at your grandma's. Right. That's it awesome. was a good thing. It was a good thing. But, but to let that go and yeah. Secondly, to that, I would say I've been doing some work downtown at CBC, and so I'm meeting these guys who've been in news for 40 years. Wonderful. And, and one time I'm, I'm shooting, this guy he comes over, he he moves the camera, he says, "This is how it's supposed to be." And little me inside got mad. Don't tell me what right. to do. Yeah, yeah. But big oh. me thought, bitch, be humble. You yeah, know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Truly. Yes. So it, yes. it's this humility and, yes. and surrendering to something that is way bigger than us. And I feel like modern life is coming up with all these ways to sort of make us forget. Mm. You know, you can be in control. You can have anything. Just pick up your phone. You can have anything. You can do anything. You can... You can get laid, you can order food, you can see what everybody thinks and everybody yeah. does. And yeah. we, we, it draws our focus away from ourselves and from the fact that we're just this little, mm -hmm. an ant in a, yes. in a tidal wave, if you Absolutely. will. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, oh, I do. Yeah. So, so is that the process then, Roberto? Is it just let go and be humble and, and great things come to those who just don't try so fucking hard? 
No, I, 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 I wouldn't say that way, Patrick. Um, okay. I know everybody's different. I will say you need to do this on your own. Right. Um, I think you need to also... So, I think you need to work hard when you need to work hard, but also not all the time. And let me to tell you this. Sure. Because there I found myself better results when I'm not working so hard than mm. when I have. Because sometimes we are so used to the hustle every day. Yeah. But that we don't take our time to really take our time right. to breathe. To what do I need for me to order in order to boost my creativity? I know for a fact that I'm the kind of guy that I get bored fast. Yeah. And if I don't have something, if I, my my day to day is so routinary. Right. Right. Oh man. <laughs> uh, I I I get discouraged. I. If every day is the feel, same. Yeah. I don't I don't feel I don't feel inspired. Hmm. If and every I, day is the same. Yes. If saying, every yeah, day yeah. is the same, man. Um, I had something has to be different, right? I had to change something. Uh, I like that. That's my creativity boost per se, right? Okay. That's the way that I like to boost my creativity, my creative thinking. Um, but this is me, my personality. I would say there is people, for instance, I'm a people's person too. There is people that don't like to talk to people, and believe me, yeah. there have been there sometimes that I don't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. Um, but then again giving myself that opportunity to listen to myself mm. to say okay fuck it today I don't want to see anybody and I can actually take that opportunity right I take it grab a F book read listen to music go for a walk on your own right the problem with most people is that they don't want to be alone they don't want to be on their own and therefore they don't understand what they want hmm who they are and what they really want. That's interesting. They don't have the time. They, they don't make the time for it, and they feel all the time overwhelmed. But it's because if you ask them where where you spend your time, and I have been privileged that I coach, you know, clients about sales and how to do themselves right. better, improve personally and professionally. And what is beautiful about that when you teach, you share knowledge, mm-hmm. but also you learn something because yes. the other person also contributes, right? For sure. And the process with some clients, what I find out is that they don't give themselves, women and men, themselves the time to think straight what they want, hmm. what they need. Because one thing is what you want, another thing is what you need. For sure. And that moment, <laughs> just to take your time. For me, yeah. I know that for me, having time, quality time for myself allows me to have more clarity in what I want mm-hmm. and what I need. And yes, be okay with working in the, my healing process right. to portray this persona that I want to become. Right. It's a process. <laughs> Definitely it's not a sprint, it's a marathon, my man. Yes. And believing that, yes, I don't need to work hard all the time. Mm-hmm. To put it out there, being guided to the right people, to right connections. And the right. right project, the right amount of money, the right individuals will come yep. to manifest that. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, no, that's that's absolutely right. You do, I guess, you do have to work hard for sure and on all those things, being yourself and at the business. But you don't have to try so hard. Like if something, if you're, exactly. if you're pushing, if you're fighting, that should be a sign at a certain point. You nail it. That's, that's one of the things that I came to more realization that I shouldn't try so so hard i it should be easy 
that's for everything. And one of my exes actually told me that, and at the time didn't understood. <laughs> she said you shouldn't try so easily, so so hard, because we were growing different ways, right. separate separate paths. And and I wanted the relationship to work to the point that maybe I was stubborn mm. to make it work. And at the time, she maybe realized sooner than me that we were not meant for each other. That you know, it was the best. Right. And yeah, I agree. Like it should, it should be easy. And that is for everything. Business it should be easy too. Honestly, it should be. And it, that's that might sound counterintuitive or like or, or wrong to some people. It's like, well, no, you got to work hard to get there. But not necessarily. There's a difference between working hard and yeah. and trying too hard and doing yeah. the wrong things and all that. Yeah, but I've been more conscious about again. Why do you think that? If you think about it, if you are somebody, why do you think that? Oh, because that's the way that my parents had told me I have to work hard mm. and this and that. And how they think about that? Right. Or well, because that's the way they were raised. Sure. And why? And you ask the, all these whys, and you will come up is that that's what society tells you. But with all the respect, or politicians, I don't think for that. <laughs> that's with all the respect, by the way, and they still have a good good <laughs> life. You know, good for them. Good for you guys. Um, <laughs> Yeah, man, have it easy having somebody to bring the coffee for them or do sure. whatever, cancel an appointment they want to or not. And some big individuals too, like Jeff, Jeff Bezos, for instance. Jeff mm. Bezos started when he was the CEO uh, of Amazon. He started his work day at 10 a.m. And nice. he only, imagine this, he only have three meetings in a day, three priorities. The rest, he has all the other VPs to take care of it. And when you think about it, one of the businessmen in the world, uh, one of the richest men also in the world sound like a, he wasn't that busy though I mean busy but in control <laughs> then I, I honestly put things in perspective to myself and my, what, is it, what is it for me then to feel so cool to say I'm so busy because it feels just cool right? great say, point I'm busy and, I'm and busy. honestly you are I'm busy yeah I'm busy because <laughs> busy people like to do business with busy people that's a matter of influence. If you say, oh, my calendar is totally open. Well, that's true. It brings a connotation to their individual that you're not a business. And therefore, they don't want to do business with you or they will overthink about it. You're not valuable. Precisely. Right? Yeah. yeah. You're not in demand. Yeah, exactly. Or the, the tech in terms of the price that you're going to ask for. Sure. Right? For the service you will provide. Mm. They might not see it as valuable as somebody that has to make time for me to yes. work with me. But that, again, you have to know the differentiation when you are dealing with somebody and you want to lend us lending as a client and also you need to ask yourself if that's the right client for you and all that for sure but that's a different topic yeah um but i definitely learned that song again some of the of the train of thoughts that i have has been established by the norm of what society think is right yes yes and i i love to do hard work when i can upside for instance because that's how i was raised there i don't like here I have experienced that, that for instance, something to do, let's say, current song and stuff, and then you've been fitted first, mm. right? Appreciate that, and this has been with some friends here, for instance. But I prefer, let's get it done, the job done first, and yep. then we can chill out after, and then the beer, especially in a summer day, feels much better. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, but again, Are you talking about installing windows? Well, besides that, <laughs> uh, talking about carrying good, for instance. Sure. Right? Or bringing some stuff. Maybe you're camping or, you know, things gotcha. like that that you, you can out with some people. And, of course, there are certain things to do. And sometimes it requires a couple hours right, of hard work and sweat. Yep. You have to sweat. But in the end, again, it's about 
you doing it because you enjoy it, you do it because you have to do it, or you do it because that's what the society norm is. It goes back to Kevin results for mm -hmm. work, hard work, hard work, hard work. Define hard work. Because truly, there is people that are not working as hard as many other people that are wealthier than you. For sure. And then you put that in perspective. For sure. So if 97% of, of the population is not as wealthy as the 1%, say 99% to the 1%, let's say 97% to the 3%, yet the 3% that doesn't kill themselves more than you do, they are wealthier than you. Then tell me then how that will apply <laughs> them to you, that hard work will pay off. It, it does to a certain extent. Yep. But what? You know, do you think that you spend eight hours of hard working, whatever that is, will give you the same results or better results than the person, the three percent they only spend four hours yeah. a day? No. That's proven facts there. Yeah. And so it tells you that in perspective, no. It can be accomplished by smart work. Sure. You know? And I, I really incline myself to to identify when I need to work hard in sense of making more phone calls, making more meetings. But again, you have to be mindful that I just don't need to grab the phone and call every single person and try to land, <laughs> you know, a, a business like, no, yeah. who am I talking to? Right. Right. And I just leading actually a sales training right now for a couple of clients. And I actually addressed that. I said, who is your class A and class B client? Oh, yeah. Right. And many people don't understand that because people don't understand who their a class A and class B is. And what people don't understand is that out of the class B, most of the time will come the class C client. OK. <laughs> right. And we are focusing many times or time and energy into the C client than the A client because we don't feel worth it to go and reach for the A client. It's true. So in perspective, again, we're spending more time mm -hmm. working harder, trying to survive because that's the way that we're wiring our brain, then say, let me work smart and who I can reach out in the next four hours to set up a meeting or even two meetings in those four hours because one meeting successfully out of those uh, four hours on that day yep. with a class A client can be enough to cover your sales goals for the rest of the month or for the rest of the quarter. And that's the reality of you know working smart and allowing yourself mm -hmm. to be directed to but again, having that conscious as well awareness that, okay, this is the type of client that I want. This is what I really want and how to get there yeah. allows you to have a better strategy and allows yourself to trust the process and to trust yeah. the attraction that you put it out there and the energy in terms of the results that you will receive. That's Easy to say. Easy no, to it's say. Not, it's not, Very it's easy not to as easy to execute. Right. However, Kevin, again, that commitment and to be okay with it because <laughs> one of the things that I fought to it at first I feel so uncomfortable man hmm. I feel so uncomfortable but then I see into results I saying like wow I haven't, I haven't worked myself so much like so hard this week right, right. yet I achieved very good sales right <laughs> and I'm taking care of for the next month or so and, and there are times that you are not that not that way yep but again it's trusting that process trusting the process but the, it's interesting because there seems to be a like I think about this last month, I spent a lot of hours just like yep. in the cubicle at CBC. Sometimes shooting, sometimes editing, editing sometimes yeah. editing takes it. a lot of time. Though. It does. It's I know that labor. You have showed right. me that. Yeah, absolutely. But it made me think. A whole month spent outside of the home working for somebody. Just and again working harder than I needed to, meaning more hours, mm -hmm. way more hours just spent, right, mm -hmm. rather than efficient. Mm -hmm. But I never had any time to think about 
why, what I was anxious about, what I was depressed. I never had any time to think about me. Mm. And then so this week, more time at home, way more time to think about myself. And I thought, <laughs> that's kind of it. Modern society puts you in this place where it's like there's no, there's less time to think about yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about yourself. Put in your 40, 50, 60, 70 hours. Don't go after the class A big fish client. Keep following the little C-class clients around. Just busy yourself. Stay busy and don't fucking think about exactly. you. Exactly. And I think that's a trap that I've fallen into. Sometimes it's necessary. I mean, sometimes you have to oh, do yeah. a job for what oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. But, but that's also the beauty of entrepreneurship is you can develop your business and develop yourself at the same time to the point where it's like, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. Truly. Yeah. Truly, you don't. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And to your point, you nail it. I think also we are individuals that we love to be um, to be told what to do. Yeah. Yep. We are individuals no that doubt. we don't like to think for ourselves. It's better because then we can blame to somebody else if things doesn't work out. Good point. I think that's one of the main reasons, to be honest, with all the respect. I think that we need to be individuals that can proactively think more about ourselves and how we can then benefit other individuals. Right. Uh, to your point, sometimes we are so comfortable ah. just with the position that we are in. We don't we don't want to do things that others that are uncomfortable. Yeah. That's the true reality. And is we need to learn to be comfortable being uncomfortable and in the process for sure uh for instance i just started back to the gym and i love it because it really boosts my of course dopamine and stamina and all that contributes to the way for me to feel better about myself and to look better yep the results are wonderful when you look at yourself in the mirror you go wow right you look great Mm -hmm. but then when that moment comes Many few of us think about the process that took two or three months mm. of every day going to the gym and being in pain, even when you don't want to, even when it's minus 25 out there, you don't <laughs> want to go on the call, man. Right. So there's many things you need to do that will put you in an uncomfortable situation, and it's better just to be comfy. And we've all been there. It has been to all of us to our own fault. But in order for us to grow, um, I read somewhere that Pain is necessary. Since the beginning of times, pain has been close to human beings. And even as we don't like, it is necessary to grow. Pain, because your muscles are aching after a workout. Pain of uh, losing somebody in a relationship. Or, um, you know, pain of uh, something that happened that is a learning curve for you. But again, it's about having that mentality that anything and everything that comes your way, you're prepared for it. Right. And you're just becoming stronger. And of course, God forbid, there won't be anything crazy and so traumatic that, you know, it will set you down. However, I think that we human beings are capable of achieving so many great things. Yep. And that's what I'm striving for. That's actually something that is one of my goals, you know. And... You mentioned a point earlier, Patrick, when it comes to careers or, or, or business, for instance, I can share with you, my man, that I'm more open now to be directed to where an easy path is. Hmm. Because, again, many times I have forces because I'm so stubborn right. about doing things a certain way. And as many of us, we are because I want this, I want that. Yes, but maybe that's not the path to take. Maybe that is not. And you need to listen right. and to shift you know that and to be willing to be molded and to be directed 
towards that, you know? Mm -hmm. So, again, I think that uh, in the long run, we need to interiorize ourselves and really develop qualities that allows us the opportunity to be more and to, be, to complicate less, man, to worry less, yep. to, to live life to the fullest because today we are here, man, tomorrow we don't know, right? We pray to God that we'll have a long-lasting, wonderful, healthy, fulfilling life. But in order to do that, I think we need to start to live in today, man, you know? Yeah. And enjoy every every day as it is. Enjoy details, man. Um, life fully. Mm -hmm. and, and as you said, if you're not happy with something, change it. Yep. You can actually change it. It will require a little bit of being uncomfortable, maybe certain process that you have yep. to go with. But in the end, put it out there that you're worth it and you want it. Put a smile on your face that you already have received it. Create a feeling and let it go. You know, and just let it be manifested because truly I have experienced that. I have done it. I would love to done it more easily, more constantly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. Why haven't I done it like that? Because I haven't allowed it. Yep. And that's the true matter on it. I haven't fully trust yep. because I get scared by also again my my limited beliefs mm -hmm. and the way that I've been raised and I all that and I can easily get the victim mentality and put it out there to and, and for society will it be valid right then i grow up with this and this situation oh yeah of course understandable no if that we all have a responsibility to change that yep and to deserve the very best in life we all can have that if we develop an abundant mentality and really attracting what we deserve for the better good in our lives yes and that is the difference right is it's it's going to that place of an abundant mentality believing that the potential in me is infinite i could do truly anything i can imagine if i would just put put my mind to it for lack of a better it's a cliche it's also i think oh, a it, yeah. i think it's a cliche too but maybe someone needs to hear it is that you know beyond the pain is where the the growth begins right and if you would just take like it's like i've been on the fence for for months for years about starting a martial art oh, starting really? martial arts because it's like yeah, it's one thing to lift weights. You yeah. look strong. But, yeah. like, really, in a one-on-one -on -one street fight, I might get my ass kicked <laughs> by someone who knew what they were doing. Okay, yeah. And that, I'm just, I'm not fully developed to who I could be for mm -hmm. that one reason. Mm -hmm. Something like that. But what am I uncomfortable about? I'm probably uncomfortable about getting strangled by, like, a 19-year-old who's, who's been practicing it, right? Like, that humiliation, that pain, that, but that's what has to happen. Mm -hmm. Because would, <laughs> would I want to be 30 and get choked up by a 19-year-old? No, but do I want to be 50 and get choked out by a 19-year-old? Probably not. Probably not. And, I'm, and by the time I'm 50, I'm probably not going to even get there. But why do you want to do it? You want to do it just because you don't want to be kicked by a 19-year-old? <laughs> or Again, goes back to what we were talking earlier, right? Or you right. want to do it because you really want to do it. There is something inside me that won't stop, won't stop saying it. Okay. okay. And I think it's, it's probably... You a, need to fulfill that need then. It's more I think, a need than I want. I, yeah, I, I think yeah. it's a need because... Yeah. I don't want to get beat up, but I know that I would rather get beat up in a controlled situation with people that know how to do it rather than get beat up on the street or, or watch someone in my family get beat up because I couldn't in interject, you know? Uh, I don't know why I'm talking about this, but it, it's what came to mind when you, right. were, when you were saying yeah. we have to go to the pain. You have to lean into the pain and lean into what's uncomfortable because 
that's where the growth is. That's how we evolved, right? Yeah. Pain and suffering <laughs> is yeah. what it was is what is the reason we're here, truly. But Absolutely, there's yeah. maybe not enough of it in modern life, so we have to go looking for it. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Again, I, it's interesting you mentioned that because um, I'll put a, a, as a better point of reference, perhaps, sure. the success with your podcast. Okay. And I say success, no, because we all can measure success in different ways. Right. For instance, I look at it as a successful podcast from exterior, right, from outsiders' mm. point of view, because it's at the hundredth episode, man. The hundred, you know, episode. Mm-hmm. How many people that have started a podcast have reached the hundred within one year? To start with, just to I'm start with, sure. put a thing out there in perspective. But you had the idea and you did it. I still have an idea to do a podcast. I share this with you. Yep. I haven't started yet. And so my event will do it. Yeah, but I want to be sure of something. And that's what I think you are so inspirational to, to okay. different people that want to do something like this. Or whoever wants to do anything, actually, as a matter of fact, is are you going to do it because you just want to create something and see how it goes from there? Right. And, and, and if it doesn't work with the first 10 podcasts, whatever, or you want to do something because you really feel like it. Right. And just let it be and unfold to be as many podcasts as there can be with different individuals right because as some people are listening to us that might be a topic of interest to them there are some others that might not be a topic of interest that are individuals you have has you have have as a guest mm-hmm. that might be more interesting to them the point here is that you are the one that initiated and still carrying forward and you my friend are the only one that can say when it stops if you want to put a stop to it I do. It can just evolve <laughs> and are certainly, but certainly has evolved. You right. Know? And right. when you think about evolving, it never ends. That's right. I think that uh, that's the mentality we have to have for everything too, right? We evolve as individuals too. I certainly can tell you that I have evolved as an individual yeah. in my way of thinking, in my way to be. And so why I brought this up again is to put things in perspective and take an action mm-hmm. and then knowing the reason why we want to do it in the first place. You know. Let me ask you, because I want you to keep going. Do you think that just because I started this and then did 100 episodes that it's a success? Absolutely. Absolutely. But I, I think a lot of those episodes were not very good. Why? Well, I was just, I mean, because I didn't know, I mean, some people have told me they enjoyed it. And they yeah. say, oh, you're a good interviewer or whatever. Yeah. Or that guest was interesting or they made, I don't. I still don't know if it's, a, it's, it's only a success insofar as like my goal was to become better at speaking and better at thinking on the fly thinking have faster have you achieved that truly yeah okay there we go so success should be again success should be measured by what society dictates because that's right that's exactly right yeah because in all honestly uh, Lewis Holmes by the way if you're watching hi <laughs> I don't know. I think three people are going to watch this, Roberto. (laughs) Yeah, but maybe we'll send it his way. So, yeah, yeah. You're my man, man. You too. (laughs) So, he has been... I mean, I love his podcast. This guy is so natural as himself. But a couple years ago, I was at the gym and was listening to one of his podcasts. was the podcast number 1001. Wow. And he played the first episodes, man. Wow. When he first started... And he has some great people as guests at the time. And holy fancy, man, the it's quality bad. sound was crap. And he admitted it, and you can listen to it. And the way his style 
of uh, interviewing, it wasn't to what you are used to, right? Once that he shaped uh, the way that he wants to be or to be yeah. perceived by listeners. And so bottom line here is that he said he just did it because he felt like it. And then it went grow and grow and grow and grow from there. So I would say the same to you. I look at it as a success because you have reached 100 episodes in one year. That's my point to look at it as a success. Sure. But the most important thing is that you believe that it's a success. And certainly if you have achieved certain growth that you wanted, yep. which was was one of your main reasons why you started it, I would say then should give yourself that appreciation, self-appreciation for the success. Many times we are so self-critical for ourselves, Patrick, that we don't give ourselves credit. And I'm a fault to that too. Yeah. Because it's good in a certain way, but can be, again, so overwhelmed, so self-demanding that we put more pressure on our shoulders that we use, that we should, you know? So again, yeah, measure success maybe. is personal. How people, the outsiders will look at it is one thing. How you look at it from the inside is another thing. What matters is you're happy doing it and you feel good doing it and you learn something. As I'm pretty sure as myself and other individuals that watch your podcast now, listen to it, there's something as well for them that they feel identified with. Mm -hmm. And I think that, again, the compound effect, my man, over time, over time, over time, might take you 10 years mm -hmm. to get a 1,000 or 10,000 followers. Might take you one year. You never know. Might take you two years. Right. What matters is that the definition of success is something that you could always feel comfortable that you have done your best when you do something and that you have contributed, but also you have learned something from. Right. I think that's right. But I was, you said maybe we put too much on our shoulders. We do. But I was, maybe. Well, I, yeah, I said maybe. Because I would say who, who okay. should drive you harder? Who should put the weight on your shoulders? Because if what we're talking about is true, it's like it doesn't really matter what society says. My girlfriend or my, my father or the priest or, the yeah. car, or my boss. Yeah. They can put all the weight on me they, they want. It doesn't actually matter. If I, I think I honestly do think we should load ourselves up with, with that criticism, with that weight, to the point where it, it's almost unbearable. But I think we should do it in in waves or in cycles. Yes. Um, one word that comes to my mind is healthy way. Mm. We have to do it in a healthy way, because and I'm talking for myself. Many times um, I've been very hard with myself. I have other friends that have told me that, and I love that. Right. I get to the point that I'm being masochist, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, man. I love when people say that because I went like, I'm not even feeling that I'm being hard with myself. Right. As more as I, I mean, as most. Yeah, as I should. Mm -hmm. Right. But again, it's great because you always striving for more, striving for more. But also, you need to. Yeah, to give yourself, hey man, you did a you, great you do. job. Hey, chill, right? Like, yep. Really give yourself that self love, self appreciation that you need. Many times we don't. I'm not just talking for myself, but definitely for myself. I'm telling you, I love when I hear that from friends, uh, close friends as well. Yep. But uh, I don't feel that I have been tough enough with myself. And then there are times that I see to myself, I say to myself, and we're like, yeah, you need to be tougher. You need yeah. to be this that. And then I go, why? Why? I, again, right? This is something because, I mean, 
makes me feel good because other people perceive me this way or because goes back the I don't deserve it I need to work harder and I need to feel right. that I'm doing this and being the pain in order for me to accept it and that's the problem when it's not healthy because we are sure. not talking to ourselves in a way that we are allowing more great things to come our way and we need to be very careful with that yes it's yep. great to be hard on yourself to the point that you develop yourself and not right. put excuses and reach out for more Absolutely, but once you are in a process and you are on way on the way to get there, right? When is the time then for you to say, "Well done, Patrick. Well done, Roberto. Bro, you you nailed it, man. You, oh, wow, that's amazing." Yeah. But we don't we don't allow even ourselves to talk that way. We can do it for our people because it feels cool that we can empower our people. But yeah. how you do self empowerment for real? Every time. Good and, question. Why you do it, right? You and know? it gives because sometimes it's, it feels so. For me, it feels fake in a way it's, okay. it's much easier to load myself up and say well at least i'm in control of how much i'm putting on myself but does it seem reasonable then i just thought of this recently is like I, I rode myself hard all the way kind of through november and into december and then truly last night when when my my work with the oilers was canceled i said fuck it then i'll have a nap i'll have a nap <laughs> and I'll, I'll shovel the sidewalk i'll just do some real easy shit i'll do the dishes but then I'm thinking, okay, and maybe I could ride out December, but then come January, then should I saddle up again and then February ease it off? March, whatever that looks like. Does that seem to make sense where we kind of yep. let out the line a little bit and then pull back on it? You know what I'm saying? Yes, but I, w- I will share with you uh, what my trajectory, my trajectory is for the next year. is for sure be more self-centered. Good. Yeah, I think that is important. Uh, so many things that I had to take care of personally right. that I've been drawing it for, you know, just carrying forward perhaps oh. for so long. Like you're putting so, it out, like you're putting yeah, off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because again, you give priority importance to so many other people. Mm-hmm. And it's great, but you need to understand that if that's the case, <laughs> so many times these people won't come back to look after you like in the way you have for them Interesting. and not because you respect that not at all but again it goes back to your own responsibility to look after yourself first right period That's, it's key period yeah and then you have people that um, won't be okay with it uh, and the process you will get some you know how to say disagreements uh, differences difference yep. of opinions per, yep. se, per se but again, you have to be laser focused and keep going. I definitely believe in that. And I believe that has been one of the things that I have lacking from time to time because I've been distracted because I allowed it. I've been distracted by paying more attention to certain individuals. But I think in better myself, I can better others too in understanding that uh, it provides me peace. It provides mm. me that clarity. Provides Interesting. Me, yeah, that opportunity to say, you know what, fuck it. I won't stress about it. I can have, with my creativity, I can find the solutions, whatever that is, mm-hmm. and then go and grab that solution, mm. feeling okay with it, right? because that's what I want to achieve, and be more, uh, how to say, in a way, yeah, target-oriented and uh, mm. achieve, right? Like, okay, one, two, three, four, five, all the way to ten in terms of goals, right? Don't have things to achieve. Right. And... I've just been learning that actually the last couple of weeks. Uh, I need to practice more to say no. 
thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. There's times that you are influenced by certain events, certain things, and you uh, have the tendency to say yes more than you should, and mm-hmm. you get your plate over full sometimes, yep. and then you get a stress. So I think for me also allows the opportunity to ask myself certain questions when I take a decision. Mm. For instance, one of them is this decision going to be of high priority then it's in alignment to my goals and I want to achieve within the first quarter, for instance. Nice. Okay. And the second one is this going to provide a benefit for me right? in terms of satisfaction, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of not feeling stress. Right. Right. And the answer to all of those ones that are in alignment to what I want to achieve, then I know that I had to take the the right decision to say thank you so much. I appreciate you thinking of me. <laughs> we'll do it next time. And be firm, sure. respectful, but firm on it. Because there is so many people that when you have people that insist so much or you feel guilty about it, there is people that want to manipulate you in the way yes. you feel. Yes. And you know that that happened and you know their personality is that way. Unfortunately, sometimes it's not their fault, sometimes it's not. Again, you need to come and say, no, thank you, but thank you. Okay? So... Yeah, I think that is one of the things that I'm sharing openly with you. No, I, I love it. It's uh, nice to yeah, hear. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I'm being more clear on it. And again, when it comes to my career, to be more open and really say one of the things that I enjoy the most. And I'll be honest with you, one of the things, I will share this with you. One of the things that definitely I come up with that I enjoy the most is the one-on-one coaching, the one-on-one teaching uh, about the sales trainings that I have, for instance, about identifying some flaws in some of my clients, and perhaps I have the answer, and they can actually provide themselves the answers to it. And when they apply it and they see better results, I fucking feel good, man. <laughs> Especially when this sure. comes to sales and, you know, the cash flow gets better, somehow also inspires me, yeah. you know? Yeah. But I think that's one of the gifts that I need to work more, and maybe, again, it's all about the stages. I think that in a career, man, as entrepreneurs, it's all about the stages. Yep. There's a stage for you to grow, there's a t- stage for you to teach, to learn, it's a stage for you to develop yourself better. Mm. I think that is a stage for you just to be fully fucking quiet and listen to people. And it's a stage for you to say, fuck it, I don't agree, and these are the reasons why, and respectfully, uh, you know, express yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I think that is you interiorization and as you knowing the individuals you want to create right. and allow that process to happen. And that's something I'm telling you that that's what I'm working on right now. Beautiful. I mean, I was talking to a guy yesterday and he made it. I don't know why I never thought about this, but he's an entrepreneur Mm. too, coaching. And he talked about how some days I have to be the boss and some days I have to be the employee. Mm. I I don't know why I never thought about that. Maybe that's part of the problem. He's like, some days you have to be the executive and sit down and say, this is what has to be done. Absolutely. And then whether it's the, the same day or the next day, then you just have to go and execute on what you've, the, I guess, to sit down and do the executive big picture stuff, you almost have to say, what's, what's efficient? Yes. What are we doing less of? What are we stripping yes. away? And what is, what are the, what's, you said the North Star. Yeah. That's useful. What are we pointing towards here? Yeah. And then what's it going to take to get there? But then it's kind of crazy to see yourself in two modes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's the big picture, the future thinker, and then there's the present small detail Correct. thing. And Correct. It's almost could drive a person insane if they started stretching that out too far. Yes, I think that one of the problems that I definitely have is I live so much in the future that I forget the present. Mm. I think I need to be more mindful to enjoy moments like this, you know, sure. and as I do, for sure. 
And one of the things that I think that will be useful for people that are listening is the fact of just allow yourself to have 30 minutes of a quiet time mm. a day. Yep. To 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 select out of all your your thoughts that are so scattered all over the place, just to create that scene connection with yourself, to bring your self awareness to the point of self love and self appreciation, and just let it be, and just exactly yeah. big, you know, breathe deep in and out and allow yourself excuse me to have that quiet time because otherwise we become those constants that keeps going you know <laughs> in circles and we have done it sometimes and just because we want to be look busy all the time or want to please certain people or do this and do that yep. and we are the ones that we think about last about ourselves in terms of leadership wonderful in terms of personal development and even getting better yourself is not so good. So mm. we have to know when does certain things applies to. And we have to be personally selective in what category, in what area certain things are. We need to be more willing to be organized and disciplined ourselves in that way. Yes. And be okay with it. Not to feel, uh, not to be self-pity, not to feel... <laughs> self-guiltiness about doing or not doing something it's, it's a process as I said Yes. but as long as we allow those 30 minutes every day even at first might be as hard it is. as can be yeah to be totally quiet to sit still and to listen to calm music and just meditate and just relax truly believe me you will feel empowered by the energy by the source as you said it earlier that it will guide you that you will allow that energy to say, okay, this is what I'm doing today. And this is the most important moment right now because it's the moment that I'm living fully right now. Yes. And that alone is a precious opportunity to enjoy the moment in life because many times we forget that we work for a living, you know, yeah. and not just live to work. Right. Uh, even though we love what we do, fantastic. But I think that we are individuals, spiritual beings as well, that is so much more that we need to to grow and, and, and to experience for ourselves. Mm -hmm. That we need to be more okay, yeah, with having that me-time more often than none, to be honest. I, I always thought, like, you know, because Rogan does three hours routinely joe rogan and really? I was th really three hours yeah almost all I his episodes know. so I, I thought that was kind of the holy grail but then everybody everybody tells me they don't say it's too long they just say that it's long like if i do two hours hour and a half yeah it's long well that's kind of the point and so we can just say all the stupid bullshit but yeah, the, get whatever it all we up. want to, right? So right. I think, yeah, and not having a script. I mean, those are the best, I guess, uh, no, I guess, I think, Yeah. Uh, podcasts where you have a conversation flowing naturally, mm -hmm. asking the right questions, just speaking on your mind. Again, not thinking about what the listener might think or not, even yeah. if you sound controversial. I still have some problems with it, as you noticed. I apologize earlier. Oh, right. But, you're, uh, you're aware that you're, that you're speaking to people. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's I think that's the that that's something that I have to be more comfortable. 
no addressing it. It's like I just speaking one on one with you. You know yeah. what I mean? But again, because you are so mindful, and maybe because of my line of work too, it's, I'm so mindful of how people might interpret certain things. Sometimes sure. I need, the, I feel the need to clarify. So I, I mean, it, it's important to clarify, I suppose, but. I don't know. It's it's all BS at the end of the night. <laughs> we're just we're just trying to capture a conversation. Absolutely. I wanted to go back to something you were talking about, and I may have lost it now. But you were talking about weighing out how it is we choose what to do, and and how the importance of actually doing nothing is probably more important than than we think. Because when we're all revved up, drinking coffee, a million emails, a million phone calls, I'm I'm touching everybody. I'm I'm just going right, and it, yeah. it, you have to offset those days with with days of nothing. But I, what I found, especially during the pandemic, when I it was up to me how I structured all my days, mm-hmm. doing nothing became harder and harder and harder mm-hmm. to the point where I actually almost can't do nothing anymore. I can't. I, the idea of like kicking back and watching a show on TV is almost impossible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a good thing necessarily, but. It all depends. Honestly, as I'm being growing more in my, again, knowing what I want and being allowed myself to have the right information, I have to also let go what my peers have shared with me and what their interpretation of right and wrong is and mm. understanding that that is their interpretation. And I shouldn't, sure. I shouldn't allow to be influenced by it. Right. You know, because then I've been biased mm-hmm. on my own opinions for sure so making a stand for your own sometimes is harder mm. than just going with what people say just because whatever why i'm saying this is because to your point tell me what's doing nothing if it's not doing something well right society has again a stereotype that doing nothing is contraproductive is whatever mm-hmm. to a certain point it might be but because of it, we are not allowing ourselves the opportunity to have that me time, as I said earlier, because that's considered by doing nothing. Right. Who fucking cares about that? <laughs> right. Honestly. Right. If it's not you taking care of yourself, who else will be? Right. Bottom line. And so, you need to change the word doing nothing by doing something else. Sure, yeah. Because then you will put in the schedule doing that something. Mm. What is that something? Watching TV, for instance, one hour of watching TV. There's people that might say, I don't watch TV or whatever because they want to feel important that they don't watch TV <laughs> and they are so fucking yeah. awesome that they don't watch TV or whatever <laughs> and they are superhumans and they like to work all the fucking time. Good for you. I like to watch TV every now and then. Maybe I'm not all the time. Maybe I'm not following all the shows. Mm-hmm. But I found that that is one of the things for me to recharge my batteries. Mm. And I like to have a laugh every now and then. So sure. I, I'm okay with it. Yeah. There's some people that say I don't find any any. Uh, it's funny, yeah. There's people say I don't find any um, anything good about meditating. I think it's a waste of time. And then I ask, how often do you meditate? Say I never done it. Never done, yeah. <laughs> and like, what the fuck? Like, how you come up with something like that, right? Oh, oh I try a couple of times and I haven't done it. Something. How you can say it's a waste of time when you are mm-hmm. not even given the time that deserves sure. in order to achieve certain level of results so you can have then right. or take then a uh, position right mm-hmm. towards that however uh, again those are individuals that sometimes I feel that they're entitled just to give their opinion because they want to be right all the time right 
And then you need to be aware of that. To your point, I think that changing the nothing, the nothing for something will only allow us the opportunity to work mm. in ourselves, given that mid time of doing nothing by doing something, because even watching a TV, mm-hmm. being at the couch, you are doing something. That is true. Right? So even having that mid time to go for a walk, you are doing something. You are thinking, you are taking your time, you yep. are spending quality time with your girlfriend, for instance. Mm-hmm. That might be perceived in terms of the norm of work, that you are doing nothing there, you are doing something, you're nurturing a relationship. And therefore, you need to be okay in doing something that is typically not the norm with work-related, right. that is valid. You need to give yourself that validation many times and be okay with it. For sure. Uh, you make a good point that there really is no such thing as doing nothing until you're dead. Mm-hmm. Probably. Even when you're dead, I think you're doing something. <laughs> Spiritually, I think, I don't know. Sure. You're traveling to places of the universe you haven't traveled. I don't know. That That'd would be, be great. cool, I think. I'd be into that, actually, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what I'd say, yeah, it's, it's interesting, and maybe we're starting to get into the weeds and beating around a little too deep. But That's all right. Yeah. Maybe it's like, when I say doing nothing, it's like, when I'm doing what I'm doing becomes counterproductive as far as like it could be self-abuse like spending too much time on the couch watching crappy content that just fills your brain with what you don't need I mean even sometimes sitting down watching an Oilers game when they're losing and I'm still gonna watch it's like (laughs) what am I really but but you do have to yeah and they win they win is anyway not a big deal they won on Saturday and I watched that so there we go I guess what I'm what here's what I've been neglecting to say is like i started thinking this summer about past present and future Mm. and time is the only resource we truly have and it's it's limited right Mm. so what i'm doing in this present moment is uh, is very important Mm -hmm. it's of the utmost importance but then we have to say well some of the present needs to be dedicated to projecting into the future Mm -hmm. but i also need to spend some of the present looking back into the past and that's why i find journaling so important oh, really? to be able to look back over my life. What did I do in the past? Well, the past is not gone. Yeah. The past is influencing every moment that we carry forward. So I guess I just became obsessed with, with like you say, the North Star. Mm. I don't use that term, but now I'm going to start. And then all the things that lead me to keeping that North Star in my vision, everything that keeps me on track. But again, doing nothing quote unquote sitting on the couch is part of staying on track sometimes right yeah absolutely absolutely again because to your point i think that what we feed our brain is important too right i think entertainment is is important as well because otherwise uh, i don't know man i I don't i don't believe in a life to be so lame Hmm. you know uh boring uh, by certain things just because you want to please certain people again right back to the same but because you want to do it, go for it. If you find it beneficial to you and to your means, do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, be aware of it. Yeah, absolutely. Be aware. Like for instance, with television, I think it's a balance. Be be okay to watch certain things for entertainment, but also watch certain programs that help to you develop, you know, your own sense mm. uh, of what you want to do. For instance. Uh, undercover billionaire, for instance, you will find <laughs> great insights, even it's entertaining. Okay. You will have some great insights out of it. Uh, Interesting. HGTV, you can find many things related to real estate, right? Whether you are a real estate investor or you own your own home, do it yourself. Sure. So there are some programs that you can have for inspiration 
that we show some crappy houses and they flip that over and all of a sudden this house is so beautiful and more valuable. Right. And if you play that to your own life, for instance, again, right, you are at a certain stage of your life, but you change certain things. And then the appearance, the feeling, the vibe was starting to change. Right. Just to put that in perspective. No, that's good. So I, I think, again, you have to be mindful enough to be okay to allow yourself a uh, pleasant time, mm-hmm. but also to know when to stop and to recognize that, okay, I put in so much crap than I should in yeah. watching these kind of crappy programs. Yep. I should change that. And way to do it is that, for instance, Wednesdays, uh, from Wednesday, from Monday to, to Saturday, I watch one hour, let's say one hour, two hours of the day. One hour is for entertainment, the other hour is for self-improvement, and these are the shows that I'm going to pick. And literally, you make like a schedule if you yep. need to go that far and be <laughs> yourself that disciplined, sure. you're going to do it. So, yeah. again, it's allowing yourself the opportunity to, to do something instead of nothing or having the category change it for something because it's still something though for sure and maybe there is even something to fully disconnecting and and listening to this or watching something totally pointless entertainment as you say correct okay correct as long as you also again are aware of those 30 minutes if it's not an hour Mm -hmm. of silence and by silence also mean meditation yep because in all fairness if you in that has happened to me we all have procrastinated from time to time in not doing things or doing different things for not doing other things we have to also be aware of asking ourselves have i have me time and the way to fully unplug yes for the rest of the world including tv today if the answer is no you need to stop what you're doing <laughs> and do that yeah and that's the hardest part yeah but if you do it and you're disciplined with it it will just oh man provide so much satisfaction for you in many aspects of your lives and of your life uh, that will carry forward an opportunity for you to feel that you're always in control of everything related to your life I'll tell you man this I know this podcast is succeeding because in the last month or so I've started to learn things from people maybe I'm just listening better Wonderful. but you're saying things like I'm thinking one issue I have is you know let's say I'm out shooting or I'm, I'm editing at home whatever it yeah. is and I, I want to get a workout in, but I can't. Mm-hmm. I always just try and finish what I'm doing, go down and start lifting. Mm-hmm. But I think, uh, and it's such a struggle to get myself down there, but it's like, take that half an hour in between to do absolutely nothing. Yes. And it's yes. that buffer where your brain can, I don't know what it is, but where you let go of the, let go of this and yeah. move on to that. Yeah. Visualize yourself actually going down there, like sit there on the couch and eventually you'll say, okay, now I'm ready to go. Yes. You don't just have to rush from point A to point B to yes. all the way. Uh, absolutely. So thank absolutely. you for imparting that wisdom. Thank you. I appreciate it, uh, your time and the opportunity as always. <laughs> you, I guess I, I did want to ask you first. You sent me. A, you, always, you always send those first of the month texts, you know, oh, yeah. which, which I love. That's a great. Thank you. It's a great uh, Roberto thing. You know, it's <laughs> uniquely you. I appreciate that. Thank um, you. But you said you said for December. You said when I look back on twenty. 21 i count my bless i don't remember what you said but you mm-hmm. did say something about counting your blessings mm-hmm. i guess i'd say would you would you like to take a little bit of time to look back at 2021 and oh, then look forward wonderful. to 22 and and see yes. what are you maybe what i'd ask to direct it is what are you going to do differently oh man that's 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 wonderful yeah so as i said one of the blessings that i had is that i've been reading more books listening to more right. audiobooks applying 
to some of the knowledge that I have grasped out of it. Uh, I have grown more spiritually as a result, personally as well. I would say professionally as well. For December, it's funny you mentioned the, the test and I sent. Uh, I've been practicing that, I guess, for the last two years now. Okay. And at one point, I want to stop and say, this is silly. I don't want to send this stupid, <laughs> stupid things. It's so silly. And I sent it to some guys, too. I just, just send it to women because they will appreciate it more. Then I started again, overthink about it. say, fuck it. I will just send it out because it's a good intention. Then I put it out there for everybody. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And because it's good energy and comes back my way, right? But it's hard sometimes when you have challenging months to do that and sure. to still have that good energy of course it's easy when everything is, is running smoothly but december for instance has been a little challenging for me right uh, right now okay. and i'll get into details but you know what has provided me a lot of great insights and many things to look again back where my energy is focusing on okay it's focusing on this stuff that might not be pleasant for me to think of or it's actually right. for me to focus on again set up back set back a little bit more be willing you know yeah. to to incline myself and yeah trust some of the, my circle that I know I have support from right yep. and, 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 and be grateful for and put things in perspective December is the month to wrap things up right when right. I send that message I think of people typically are 10 to 15 people to any of the most then okay. I send this to I just don't send it randomly okay and those ones are response back or somehow acknowledge that they like that. I keep them always in mind, but it's all with the best intention to wish them health, success, prosperity, yes. abundance, love, because all those aspects of life are so important. And I bet some of them has felt at the first they felt uncomfortable yeah. receiving that. Probably. Yeah, particularly guys. Right. But at the same time, it creates that side energy that really, that validation, you mm -hmm. know, that you need. That's okay to send out there those good thoughts and not just for be Christmassy, but actually every month of the year because every day counts. And again, putting our intentions out there for the better good. In perspective, that's what I've been, this year I've been doing different, that every year I've been doing different than any other year, is that when I have certain goals I haven't reached, I've been bothered by that. Hmm. Or oh, I didn't reach this. Or oh, I, I didn't end up doing this. Or oh, I didn't do this. And then I, I think to myself this year, I should dif I should do it differently this year. What I will do is that I will focus on the goals that I have achieved. Mm -hmm. Will actually have achieved and not pay so much attention to what I haven't. Nice. Because that way will set the tone to what my goals are for the next year, right? And not to wait always December thirty first or January first yeah. to set the tone, the good energy for that year, but also again every month. Yeah. every 30 days of every month right yeah it's interesting how time flies oh. so man in perspective i had done that so i uh, now i focus on the goals i have achieved i travel internationally during COVID. <laughs> when i yeah, that, just for experience so i did that um i traveled other areas in canada bc uh ontario i went to vancouver island second time this year uh i went there for the first time last year and I had the opportunity to discover more of the beauty we have here in our own country. Uh, I had the opportunity to meet new people, even mm -hmm. through the pandemic, to reshape the way I do things, mm. to establish new relationships. And as I said to you uh, earlier, one of my, my focus is to look at that North Star all the time and keep that sense of guidance 
to what I want to achieve for 2022. Yep. Definitely more focus in me, my personal growth, and get some stuff done that needs to be done in terms of business and then personal development and professional development. Mm-hmm. But also allow myself to be guided and not to be so worried about it. Right on. To be honest, yeah. They're shut. They're locking us in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you, I think we're going to wrap it up here, Roberto. Thank you, as always, man, for making time and for sharing unfiltered the way you look at the world. It's, uh, it's a pleasure you, always to, to, to chat with you. Likewise, Patrick. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It's always a pleasure, my man. Hey, we're going to keep on doing it. 2022 is going to be a big year, I think. I feel good Absolutely. about it. I feel Absolutely. good about it. Did you have anything else? Did you have something else you wanted to say or... No, I just want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. The very best to you and your family. Thank you. Health, wealth, abundance, success, love, happiness, enjoy in all your life. And also to, to the audience uh, here in your program, wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy yes. New Year to all of you. Wonderful. Yes, thank you for watching, folks. Thank you to uh, Victoria Golf Club. Uh, the Golf green, Course Clubhouse. Yeah, yeah the Greenhouse green Restaurant that has hosted us Absolutely. Yeah, today. So thank you so much to management. Um, thank you as well, Patrick, for putting all this together. Really appreciate it. It's, uh, it's. I don't know. I can't stop. How about that? We're just going to keep on going until the wheels come off. So. <laughs> Love it, my man. All right. Thanks, Roberto. Likewise, my man. Take care, okay? You too. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the North Bank Media Podcast. If you enjoy this conversation, please subscribe on YouTube and give us a like. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Please subscribe as well and leave a five-star review.